0: Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose.
1: Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Christway Connect co- podcast. This is Delhi As you can hear, a voice that yeah. you don't normally Hi, hear. Hi Deli, this is Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy and Arnick What's are in up? studio today. What's up? And uh, yeah, and you guys. it's it's Andy's birthday. It uh, is Andy's Shout birthday. out. Well, birthday. as we're as we're recording it. Uh, you know it is the the day after it is Wednesday morning, but um we would like to just wish him happy birthday uh, and Jeremy's birthday as well Thursday uh, Thursday this week, and so uh, all kinds of birthdays it's a great week yeah, yeah um we had a great uh service this past Sunday uh, with Easter and a uh, message of Andy bringing in uh the mystery and uh, worship, so we were thankful for everybody that was able to join us and um we're kicking off uh the podcast today in John 10. Um, I have a lot of uh, favorite verses in here, um, and as, as does Arnick and, and Jeremy here. So we're going we're gonna to try our best to, to bring what is on our heart and what we've been reading. And, uh, and Arnick, you, you had some stuff that you were hitting right before we got on the mic here about yeah. uh, just the good shepherd and, um, and what that means. And yeah, if you want to take it from there, man.
2: Well, I just think it's, it's, it's so fruitful. In this chapter in John 10, because for all of us, we're trying to conform ourselves to Christ's image and be more like him and be a better follower. Not just a better church person, but a better follower of Christ. Uh, Thankfully, God has grace, he has so much mercy, and he does not have us operate in shame. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the basis. Yeah. Of our entire salvation is grace. So let's leave that there. There's, there. there's no controversy to that. Notwithstanding the fact, I'm trying to find a way to not say however or but, but notwithstanding the reality that as we grow in God, becoming a follower of Christ is such an important part of our walk. So this chapter is interesting because Jesus has given this analogy to the Pharisees. In the chapter before, the the Pharisees are investigating Jesus' healing tactics and they're yeah. trying to find ways to entrap him. <laughs> and it, it, it's it's interesting because you don't hear it said much, but there's these scenarios that happen often with the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes and all these people that are coming against Jesus where they try to kill him. First they try to entrap him. Then they try to kill him, and then he rebukes them And there's one or two things that can happen. Either A, he rebukes them and he walks away,
1: yeah,
2: or the Bible identifies that he escapes.
1: Ninja-like. Yeah. I would almost say ninja-like. Yeah, like (laughs) it's
2: almost that Jesus disappears. This so happens to be one of the fun chapters where it says, well, they plotted to kill him again, and so he disappeared. Mm -hmm. The language that he's given to them is that he's this good shepherd. And he explains to them in the first uh, few verses that he's the shepherd for sheep. Um, And immediately, Jeremy, my mind goes to, I talked to Delhi about this, Psalm 23. The Lord is my my shepherd, shepherd, I shall not want. Now, this language in this chapter identifies several things. First of all, it identifies that everybody that came before me is a thief and a robber. And what's funny about that is he did not try to qualify whether he was speaking to bad people, or good people, everyone that's come before him is a thief and a robber. And I think that the significance of that is the gospel that Jesus is preaching has not been preached in this way by anybody else. So this grace, this mercy, uh, this lack of shame, this abandoning, trying to win Christ or win a relationship with God through the law, and now it being a matter of the heart. Mm -hmm. Nobody else has preached that. So In the eyes of the gospel, everything that's come before this is a thief and a robber. And as he's preaching this, his own disciples don't even understand what he's saying Mm -hmm. when he's saying, I'm the shepherd. So he says, okay, scratch that. Let me try again. I'm the gate.
1: And if any of the
2: sheep want to enter in, I'm the way that they have to come through. Uh, And as he goes on in the chapter, he's just dealing with the difference between the sheep knowing him and the sheep not knowing someone else. And I think that that is very potent to what we deal with as Christians today, learning the voice of the Lord, learning to follow him, not just check the boxes and follow precepts and do the law. We've proven, Paul said, we we couldn't do that anyway. He said, I was the best at it, and I wasn't any good at it. So it is following Christ and the pattern that he has for us as shepherds And if you find that language in Psalm 23, an interesting thing that an object that is used by a shepherd is that staff. And it's funny because the scripture says, thy rod, um, and that's me going into some King King James, (laughs) (laughs) your rod, your staff, they comfort me. But I've actually had the opportunity to witness shepherds hurt goats and sheep and that rod isn't always very comforting. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it has a hook at the end of it. Yeah. Sometimes it's dragging you to green pastures. Mm-hmm. It's popping you on the head and saying, come on back, Yeah. leading you beside still water. So mm-hmm. I think there's fruit in that, uh, that part of the scripture. And then, of course, it leads to other things. But us being followers of Christ mm-hmm. and being sheep, uh, another thing I said, Jeremy, to... Delhi before the podcast even started, you know, in this day and time, when you use the word sheep from a political standpoint or just intellectually, you're yeah. saying a blind follower. It's yeah. almost yeah. like
0: a curse word, but in the it's context of, of Scripture. Right. It's a well, follower. I don't even know that it's, it's super complimentary in the context of Scripture, yeah. but it's comforting. It's comforting. Well, yeah, one yeah. Of the th- and one of the things, because sheep have to be cared for, and they had to be cared for then. And I love that we, we say, Jesus is the way, everything else is the conversation. And this passage is, I am the gate, I am the way, and my sheep hear my voice. So I'm, I'm thinking, are we in conversation with Jesus to right. identify his voice? And we know it's amazing how voice recognition software works and how it can identify who said it. And even sometimes you can even see the mood that people have. It's not really foreign to us Mm. to be able to know. I mean, you guys, I know your voices. I know, I know the voice of my wife and, and Isabella. And I know that my dogs know my voice and we Mm. know each other's voice and that's so powerful, but it only comes through time with a person. So, you know, Jesus, He's willing to spend time with the sheep so they can know his voice and his rod and his staff become comforting because they know the math. I mean, I've had to use the rod on the dogs several times, but when they hear my voice, they come running. Right, And it's not because they're afraid they're going to get beaten. It's because they've also experienced... Other relationship with me, and you're teaching them. Yeah, you're teaching them. It's time to eat. Right. It's time to drink. It's time to come in. It's, it's time, time to, to come yeah. in. You know. So all yeah. that, and and knowing that uh, Jesus is is w- available to us to have a conversation where we can know His voice, mm-hmm. where the where the some of the people He talks to, they're not interested in that. They're interested in their rules, right. and if they don't follow, if if the other people aren't following the rules. We're not interested in having a conversation except about the rules right you yeah. know not interested in having a conversation with Jesus about people we're We're interested in having a conversation about the rules and where where he uh he just kind of owns them on that too and yeah. shows i'm the good shepherd i'm I'm following the rules guys you're you're thinking I'm breaking the rules and you're throwing these rules at me but Do you not say that uh, he called them, you know, he says, this is not written in your law. I said, you are gods. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be broken, do you say him whom the father consecrated and sent into the world, you're blaspheming because I said, I am the son of God. They wanted to stone him for saying he's the son of God. And he said, let's have a conversation Mm -hmm. and, and open up, Open, if that's the place where you if that's where you're sitting, let's have a conversation about those things, and that is one of the most amazing if, one of the most amazing things about Jesus is that if he is talking to the Pharisees, he will talk to them on their terms. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily like the outcome like his sheep do, but he he still reaches yeah. them on their terms and he tries to pastor. On it, them. Yeah, and and doesn't say okay though there was. Those cannot be my sheep. He doesn't yeah. say that because he also talks about sending to the the lost sheep and and there's so many other he, he is his uh his pasture is open mm-hmm. and he's willing to engage people who are literally trying to kill him, yeah. trying to find a reason to stone him. They come with their rocks in their pockets, and he still engages them on their terms in a way that says. I'm willing to have the conversation with you. Yeah, and I think if if I could step into Jesus, step into becoming more like Jesus, it's I have usually very little interest in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you have an agenda. I am not willing to have a conversation with you, and I'm going to dismiss you because I know you have an agenda and it doesn't align with my agenda. But Jesus isn't doing that here. No,
1: he, and he, and even though he's he's saying that. Uh, they, they can't hear, even though you say like that's what I'm seeing, like even yeah. though like mm-hmm. he knows that they're not able to hear and yet he still is trying to press into that. Like you said, he's still giving room for him to, to talk into those moments of like, hey, uh, I, I am the good shepherd and you uh, you maybe have been seeing like you've actually been walking this way of being a hired hand. Like, right? He's Mm -hmm. saying that I, like, yeah, yeah, he says that you're a hired hand in verse 12. Uh, and that's not really being a shepherd, right? They is not owning the sheep, but and he's talking about, like, listen, I'm the one who lays down my life, (laughs) like, I'm the one that gives, uh, gives it, gives my life away for my sheep. I'm, I'm laying down, and that's what makes me good, right? Like, that's what makes me, uh, a pastor, right? That's what pastor and shepherd, pastor. right? That kind of right. I'm pretty sure like that in Greek uh pastor, you know, it means shepherd, right? Mm. And like and so um I'm the one that's that's going I I earned this title. Like it's been given to me by my father right. and and uh and I, you can't you can't take that away from me, you know? And so that's that's what's so amazing about it.
2: Yeah, and part of the por- the importance of you all leaning toward that word, pastor, kind of incentivizes Jesus' patience to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what, these people do look at them as leaders. Mm-hmm. Something that we say at Christway all the time, and we've kind of gotten out of the habit of saying it when we get up to do transitions. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm Arnick, and I'm one of the pastors here at Christway. because one of our values is pastoring and discipling people. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the, the incentive for Jesus being willing to engage them is, hey, if you're gonna call yourselves the leaders of Israel, if they're ever gonna see this, perhaps it's important that I get you to see mm-hmm. you know, that anything outside of what I'm saying is a hired hand. And if you're if you're a hired hand, the way the scripture explains it is that if a sheep is lost or whatever happens to sheep, you don't take ownership of that. And I think there's value in what you talked about, Jeremy and being willing, because I'm like that too. When I when I sense in people that they may have an ulterior motive mm-hmm. or they're being religious or somehow they're the antithesis to everything that makes us alive and saved, I have a tendency to back down and say, well, I don't want to have that conversation. But people have, that have that conviction have to be willing to have the conversation mm, with people yeah. of influence. So that they see and that they communicate to people, you're a sheep of God, yeah. and he watches over you, and he comforts you. Now, it's interesting, though, Jeremy, <laughs> that later on, Jesus finally disappears from the conversation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: like, okay, we've had this conversation. Yeah, you need to sit and think about that. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've perplexed you enough, and the crowd gets around back up, Yeah, but... Another fascinating thing happens. He goes to a place, you talked about voice. He goes to a place where they've already been influenced by a voice that sounded like Jesus. Right. They said, we'll go oh. where John was. Yeah, yeah where, where John John's was. hanging out. Yep. He didn't do any of the miracles, but it sounds like you're talking like that guy did. Yeah. Yeah. And just seeing that and speaking to that about how people who have learned to hear the voice of the Lord, are sometimes more accustomed to hearing something that's fresh and that's going to take them to a
0: new place in their journey. Well, they also had, there was something about what Jesus said and how he said it that had authority, and it resonated with with them in the ways, that, like, who else has spoken like this? Who can teach like this? How can we not listen to him? Uh, you know others have said about Jesus are these not the words of one who is oppressed by a demon can a demon open the eyes of a blind Yeah. you know so they clearly had this tension among the in the community of who is this guy and yeah. when there's tension in the community about something that's when people show up. That's mm-hmm. when you show up to your school board meetings. When that's when tension, you show yeah. up when there's
1: tension, and we, it's uncomfortable you know, as it when is. it's uncomfortable, and when you so, start hearing people yell outside of your house. Yeah. yeah, you step, you say, you see people start coming out of the woodwork. I'm just right. saying, I live, I lived in some rough spots, okay, yeah. and that's yeah. what yeah. happened. So like, yeah. I mean, you might be peeking through the windows yeah. or pulling
0: the blinds down and looking, but you're and yeah. So I think Jesus had a way to to enter into that space of tension mm-hmm. and. Well, if if you're at all in tune with the community, you know the points in the community that can cause tension. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. uh, and so he isn't afraid to to be in that space, mm-hmm. but then he also doesn't. Well, if you're in the leader, the leadership, he might have came across pretty pretty uh, harsh, but but I, I think the sheep know his voice, and so they're hungry to hear his words, mm-hmm. even if. Many of them said he has a demon, and it's the same. Yeah, well, he that that guy I know used to be blind. He's yeah. blind when he was born, yeah. and now he can see, and that's enough for me yeah. to go and hear what he has to say.
1: Yeah, that's in, in. That's right at the end of chapter in chapter nine, right? Right talking yes. about the man who was born. We 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 just read that on Tuesday, and uh, it's. <laughs> it's funny because he, he's saying like listen i've i've shown you these things i've told you before like and and if you if you don't believe what i'm saying look at what i'm doing right yeah. and that's what right he's saying they line, yeah look look at, at at my record right here that i've been doing you think that a, a guy who is demon possessed is going to do these things in god's name yeah, <laughs> right? right like that 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 actually sounds senile yeah. to me yeah. and and what's what's crazy to me is that uh, in verse 25 of chapter 10, he's saying, he said, I did tell you, but you do not believe. And I, and I, and I actually pulled up, uh, just a little short, uh, kind of list of all the things that he said, just in John here. And when he's saying, like, I told you, he said, in, in John three, like I am the one who came from heaven in John and later in John three, whoever believes in me has eternal life. I am the unique son of God. I am the judge of all humanity. I like in the Hebrew scripture, uh, scriptures speak of me. Perfectly, I, you, I, you've revealed myself from God the Father. Yeah. I always like, just literally, all these things are in John that he has been saying over and over. And these are all things that he said. Right. And he's like, listen, I've, t- <laughs> I've told you yeah. all of these things. You're asking me, am I the Messiah? Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying, I haven't he, said that. He, yeah. hey, yes, I'm the Messiah, but I've right. told you of all these things that you're already claiming that the Messiah is. Right. I've told you that I'm right here. And there's such an importance. In him not, him not telling them
2: in just certain terms, he, him living, he leave, leaving room, the blessing. It reminds me of that tension with Thomas and the other disciples when Jesus has risen from the dead. The necessity, it's a blessing for you to just believe mm-hmm. and to recognize. Now there's nothing wrong with you asking <laughs> for evidence. When your heart is pure, toward god but the blessing it is for them to have seen later in chapter nine a funny thing happens where the pharisees are like what are we blind to?" yeah <laughs> and he lets them know well if you were blind you wouldn't be guilty of this <laughs> sin that you're guilty of but because you're going around saying that you see clearly yeah you know and so many times we want god to spell things out for us mm-hmm. but there's i don't know about you guys but in my journey There's such a blessing in recognizing. Mm -hmm. And it's difficult sometimes, but learning to hear his voice and recognize it. Charlton Heston, when he was doing the Ten Commandments, and you know, if you know anything about Christ's way, when you come up here and I'm working, the Ten Commandments is always played. (laughs) But he said uh, they were trying to figure out how to make the voice of God. And... They could not come up with something that worked. Everything sounded cheesy. And, of course, they didn't have the sound
1: effects back then that mm-hmm. they have today. And, and Charl- Morgan Freeman wasn't around. No. That's not- okay, was just no sure. Morgan Freeman was <laughs> not around. Uh, he
2: wasn't around. So Charlton Heston came up with an idea. He said, let me do the voice of God. And uh, uh, the director's like, that's not going to work. It's going to sound like you're talking to yourself. And he's like, just lower the voice. And he said, why would you want your voice to sound like God's voice? And Charlton Heston simply replied, it just kind of does. When we speak with God and he speaks to our hearts, sometimes it sounds like a really wise version of yourself just speaking to you. I think that there's fruit in that, that the voice of the Lord should become a familiar part of mm-hmm. your interaction and mm-hmm. i don't say should to say oh if you haven't learned to hear the voice of the lord yeah you know it's it's a part of this journey that we're on mm-hmm. to get to becoming christ-like and being better followers to learn to hear him mm-hmm. and i don't know about you that's probably for me um something that i just have to try to work through disciplines mm-hmm. what we talked about all last year yeah. and meditation and yeah. prayer and if anything, silence. silence, silence like that in solitude yeah. like
1: that, man, I, I've, I've experienced myself like, uh, I'm a busy dude. Okay. If you don't, no. if you don't know me, I'm a busy dude no. and, uh, I love people, uh, <laughs> you know, I love long walks on the beach and I love people. Okay. And so, uh, I've come to find out that, man, I hear the voice of the Lord, most when i'm in silence and solitude and reflection Mm -hmm. uh in the shower with (laughs) with water flowing and i'm not saying a word and uh and yeah it's it's the voice of of god speaking to me in those moments that i've come to recognize and come familiar with right it's like you said it's that wise voice that is uh maybe a little repetitive even you know, yeah. like for me, it, it's, I don't know what, but it's always, it's always three. <laughs> like he has to hit me upside the head three times. Um, <laughs> that's you know? all? Yeah. Well, it, it's normally, I, I feel like I've come to know the voice enough where no. I'm, hit, I'm hit three if times. If I heard it three times, it's must I'm be I'm like, like, okay, that. it must be him okay. trying to say something to me. Yeah. And, um and I'm trying to teach that to my, my daughter as yes. well. You know, like, oh, okay. You've recognized that a couple times now. Maybe, you know, pay attention to that. Um, That's probably what the Lord is trying to speak to yes. you right now. And. And I, and I think and again, talking about sheep and, and shepherd like I was reading about how there was uh, some type of soldiers were trying to take uh sheep from uh shepherds or something and lead them away while the shepherd was asleep and uh and then the the shepherd woke up and they they had the sh- the soldiers had them surrounded had the sheep surrounded and was walking them away and the the shepherd all he did was make the call that the sheep knew that was familiar yeah. and they, and the soldiers couldn't do anything to the sheep cause they just turned around and started heading back to the shepherd, <laughs> yeah. you know, and like that, to me, that's just, that's hilarious, but it's, it's so, uh, so true. You know, when we're like, okay, listen, I've, I've, I've heard that noise before I've heard that I've had that thought come across my mind that I know in my heart Right. That when we talked when G- when Andy was talking about this weekend, this last weekend of our mind and our heart, and just that, that urge that sets my heart on fire. <laughs> right. That that I know that that God is in this, um, and I can and I can trust it. You know, yes. like when you've when you've stepped boldly enough to, to trust it. Um, and practicing that, yeah. right? Like, practicing that and knowing that he is faithful in it, even when we're not faithful ourselves. Yes. <laughs> like, he, he is faithful in that. And yes. I don't know. So that, that's just uh, the silence. Like, yeah. it's, like you said, man, it's, it's, uh, it's so key uh, yeah. for us to practice that, <laughs> that discipline. Yeah. And in
2: the, I think in the end, it just becomes prevalent in everything. Mm. The silence is such a great beginning for it. Mm-hmm. But then it's in a song. It's in the scripture.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's when the, you read these words and they begin to jump and hit you differently. Mm-hmm. Arnick was doing sound, my son, um, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. And I'm looking at him at the soundboard, and he's just restless while mm-hmm. Andy's preaching. Mm-hmm. And he turned around to me and he said, this is hitting me differently, Dad. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this word is this is different. And it's funny because as you're growing and as you're learning to develop the relational piece, not the church, not the checking of the boxes, the relational piece with God, that voice begins to speak life and breathe life into everything that you do. You could be sitting at the soundboard. You could be driving down the street, and when that voice speaks to you, you're like those sheep with the soldiers. You're Mm. just ready to run back to the master. Yeah. I want the grace.
1: It's I'll, I'll say this, the last little verses before we wrap up and pray, but uh, verse 27, I, this just kind of wraps up everything that we've, you know, that we've uh, been talking about. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. And so I just, I just think of that. Like my father who has given them to me is greater than anything. And no one can snatch them out. Yeah, no one can snatch them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. And and I think that just kind of sums up everything that we've been talking about. This whole about him just being with the father, uh, proving it by the things that he's done, by the way that he is—that is just different and upside down and backwards than what we can even imagine. That nobody before him has came, and and that we we are trying to listen to his voice and hear his voice and follow that, right? Yeah, yeah like just follow that. So I, I don't know. Jeremy, Jeremy, do you mind uh, praying over, over that for this, this conversation, for the people hearing us? I'd, and I'd be glad to. Yeah.
0: Heavenly Father, I thank you that you both speak to us and hear us. Lord, so often I, I do all the talking
1: but I want to know your voice. And Lord, I thank you
0: that you are faithful, that no one snatches, can snatch me out of, out of your hand. That it's not my faithfulness to stay near the shepherd that keeps me safe, but it's the faithfulness, that your faithfulness that keeps me safe, to rescue me and to guide me and to... Uh, Grab me and beat me if necessary, but you are you are good. I confess that you are good, even in even in times when I don't understand your ways. You are good, Lord. Let us never let let that never that mystery never leave us. That you are a good, even though you're perfect and we're not, even though we make messes and you have to clean them up. Even though you've had the same conversation with us, maybe countless times, that you're gracious, uh, abounding in love and patience, full of grace and truth, and you're trustworthy. Help us to come before you and listen. Listen for your call. Uh, Listen, even if it's just to hear you breathe. Thank you for being near enough
1: to us that we can hear you. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us, for protecting us.
0: It's in your, your name we hope and pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen to that. Yeah. I I, I just pray and, th- and think about the word shepherd <laughs> yeah. and just what that means, uh, to us and for us. And, um, as we continue reading this week and continue, I mean, we're, we're diving into the, almost the end of John. It's been a great, great journey and a great, great walk. And, and actually, uh, I'll be, I'll be speaking this weekend. <laughs> so go, you can pray for go, me let's on go. that, <laughs> um, let's go. uh, on the, on the hard parts of of the vine and the branches and and everything. So uh, I thank you for everybody that's here able to join us and uh, listen with us and read with us and journey uh, together with us. I hope that you you have a blessed uh, rest of your week and the rest of your day today. So thank you. We'll catch you next time.